0: what's up dirty cones what's up
1: yeah what's up guys um my name is aaron from from los angeles i uh, came out here to train with mike um go over some questions right now
0: yeah so uh aaron had a bunch of questions and they were good questions so i thought well maybe he's got some more questions and then i can answer them and then you guys will know him too and then everybody will be happy
1: yeah yeah so what you got um yeah, so um, when I was doing my research on PJs, um, I wasn't sure um, how the reserve guard life would look like. Uh, most resources I saw uh, were kind of about active lifestyle. So I kind of wanted to know um, the difference in lifestyles for those, um, how it works out, uh, how a reserve guard works out with the family or, you know, in my, my case, with a girlfriend. Um, so if you could elaborate on that, Mike, that would be great.
0: All right. So I did 10 years active and then I did 10 years in the reserve and i almost went guard at one point so i know what the guard is and i have a lot of friends in the guard and like i said you, like you said i i can answer for what i went through or what i saw and i like the reserve and the guard you know because one hey i want to live here i don't want to move i don't want to go anywhere i like it here i can you know it's a good uh, settle down kind of thing right. so that that's kind of cool uh two you only have to give one weekend a month and two weeks in the summer to have a good year in the guard reserve. Uh, now you can work more and you, you will probably work more, but at the least, all you got to do is two days a month and two weeks in the summer. Right. So having that kind of get to do your job, you know, maybe you're going to school so you can't get away too much or maybe you, you've got a family. So, Kids are crawling and you don't want to miss it, so you gotta stick around for a little bit. So not that bad. Um, say so you wanna to go to school and do this part time, you know? It's it's fun. I mean, I liked doing it active duty, but it was also nice once I got into the reserve, you know, I could do it for a week or two and then go home for a month and then come back for a week or two. And and to me that was kinda of cool just had time to go, I'll go. Okay. I don't have time. I'll stay. Right. Right. And so it was much easier with the family. Gotcha. Um, so I like that part of the guard and reserve and just, so in in active duty, you and I are competing against each other for rank, you know, say we're both E4s going for E5. It's you against me. You know, how, how good was your appraisal? How good was my appraisal? Blah, blah, blah. Right. Mm-hmm. In the Guard Reserve, I'm not competing against you. I'm only competing against myself. Say I'm, I'm in an E7 slot, but I'm only in E5, you know. But as soon as I have time and grade, time and service, um, the past, you know, the NCO Academy, blah, blah, blah. Whatever that needs to be done to check that block, mm-hmm. as soon as I do that, boom, I'm eligible for the next rank. So there's a little less competition. Okay. And I... Like I said, I like that because uh, I've seen sometimes when dudes are competing against each other for rank that, you know, friendships will get lost. Right. So, not all the time. You know, some people are are cool with it, but some people aren't, so...
1: It sucks, yeah. Yeah. Uh, In terms of, um, it was was a lot tougher keeping, um, I don't know, like a girlfriend or family, um, serving active versus reserve.
0: Yeah, so I was married for a little bit and then... Um, I got divorced and I was a single parent with two boys trying to be an active duty PJ and that was hard. And I mean it's hard enough when you have uh, a wife who's responsible and can take care of the kids for you and so you don't have to worry. Yeah. Um so it's it's rough on a family. You know, like when, when they say thank you for your service, you're you actually should be thanking their families as well because mm. who is sitting at home worried or losing sleep or, you know, I I leave and they're or I, when they're they're crawling, and then by the time I get back, they're walking. Oh man! You know, and and you miss out on stuff like that. And it's like, ah, do
1: that stuff.
0: You know, so that's to tough. to me, that's kind of been the good thing about the coronavirus is I've yeah. gotten to stay home with the kids more. Oh, for sure. You know, so I'm making up for any lost time, and and that's that's what you got to do. You know, whenever you get a chance. So you're active duty. You're gone all the time. When you come home, you you know quality, you know, do stuff with the people you love and, and you make it. does it make up for everything? No, but that's life. Yeah. I mean, everybody's both parents are working everybody's busy you know, who's got time to take the kids to soccer or piano or whatever and and then by the time you do that, you get home it's 9 o'clock, bedtime you know, yep. so you do everything you can and, it, and it's just quality, not quantity and, gotcha. I, and I think if you appreciate it then you know it's it's easy or a little bit easier you know to be like all right well i'm protecting the country or i'm making the world a better place oh, you know m- sure. my family will be there eventually right and you know so i i like i like the idea of if you come in i think it's cool to be married like you can you can do a a marriage relationship but as soon as you throw in kids it makes it a whole lot harder so if if you can, you know, wait till you're maybe an instructor and have kids, so that way you're home, or maybe wait till you're out. You mm-hmm. know, I know that could be a while, but I'm just saying, like, on a family, how how tough and how it takes its toll. Yeah. You know, so.
1: So um, so you would you would probably say that that single guys have it better going active than even someone with just um, a girlfriend, maybe a fiance, just a lot easier, right? They have no 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 ties or whatever yeah
0: like I said when I was telling you earlier I was like I volunteered for everything I was gone 300 days out of a year that's my crazy. longest year was 320 dude that's crazy and, but I volunteered for because I was stationed in Moody in Valdosta Georgia mm-hmm. and Georgia's poor and sad and oh. depressed and gray and gotcha and I was like fuck this shit <laughs> <laughs> to get me out of here where are we going I'll volunteer I'll dude. go just to get out of there
1: that's crazy I have another question. What about, um, let's talk about deployment and deployment for active duty PJs versus reserve PJs. Uh, what like one could expect.
0: So it depends on like the deployment cycle. And what that means is, uh, this year, this team is going from January to June or maybe more. Maybe they've got the whole year, but what they do is. Half the team will go from January to June, and then the other half of the team will take June to december mm. and and so it makes it better with a garden reserve usually will one team will take from June to maybe April or May, and then the next team will take may April, May to June, July, yeah. and then the next team will come in so it it breaks it up into smaller portions. Gotcha. Gotcha. you know um, reserve will do that sometimes too, but for the most part. The, the guys are active duty. It just go four to six months and just get it over with. Gotcha. You know, because you're you're spinning up about four to six months to go on your next point. Like we know a year in advance. Hey, we're going here next year. Okay, so we need to work on our urban stuff. We need to work on our uh, ropes. We need to work. You know, everything that you need to work on, and then you're doing that in the spin up, and then you go do it, and then you come home, and you got like. A month of downtime and then the second month is you know getting your stuff ready again and then boom right back into the next deployment cycle hey we're going to africa or we're going to afghanistan and you just start working and even when you we had this one time we were coming back from deployment in turkey and on the way home a super typhoon hit uh, mozambique oh, wow. so we got diverted from going home and went there Wow. But as a PJ, you've got all your stuff with you. Right. So I might be in the snow right now, but I've got all my water stuff. Right. Or I might have all my water stuff, but I've got my weapons. You know, you never know what you could be getting into. So it's just always be prepared.
1: Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, Would you say that, I mean, well, you told me earlier that PJs can pretty much deploy everywhere, but you you mostly deployed. Kind of
0: non war zone areas for the most part. No, no, no. So, what I was saying was most of my rescues are SAR. Oh, so, floods. Gotcha. Um, I have gotcha. nine deployments. Oh. But, um, like, Katrina's not a deployment. Mozambique wasn't a deployment. Uh, oh. A couple other floods and things. So, I was saying, like, dudes might have all kinds of combat rescues. And I've, I've got a bunch of those, but. The majority of my rescues were water flood, oh, crazy. super typhoon type stuff.
1: Okay, um, I guess I guess one of the last questions I have would be, um, in terms of Indoc, what do you see? Um, what do you see most students struggle with, or what do you see like the hardest hardest obstacle, or is it just kind of dependent on the person? Because for me, I, I would think that water confidence, all that stuff, would be the toughest. Right, and, and so
0: see, and that's what is funny to me because. I meet a lot of guys like you that wanna do this water intensive job and but don't like the water so much. <laughs> so like for me I don't like running at not a big into rucking, you know, I can do it but it was never fun to me. Yeah. So the idea of going to be a ranger or going to be in the army period was like, uh no. Right, <laughs> right. I like helicopters, you know. If I have to walk or I gotta hump a ruck then, you know, I can but if I can fly there, it seems a lot better. Yeah. So everybody's got a weakness and some people got two. Yeah. you know, so say you don't like the water, but you actually weren't too bad in the water yesterday. Um, and so it's just something maybe you don't know. Remember, so we were talking about putting yourself uncomfortable. Yeah. So if, If you're able to run six miles in six minutes and you're like, look at me, you know, but you don't go near the pool. Yeah. So work on your strengths, but more so work on your weaknesses. Yeah. So I I got lucky. Like I was telling you, like 90% of the water was pretty good for me. Right. But the 10% of the water and basically what the 10% of the water comes down to was confidence in myself or belief or hope or faith because... I, I was good with this part, but I wasn't good with that part. Or once I got uncomfortable and got to a point where it's was like, you know, I had, a, I was a little slow in learning to be comfortably uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, or learning the technique, which is why I'm so heavy on technique because you can't, you can get your way through water, but it's a whole lot easier to focus on technique and form and that'll get you through versus you're like praying. Oh, please, God, let me get through this, you know? And it's like, if you just tried a little bit harder or worked a little bit technique or learn to catch your breath, you know, um, we were talking last week on the book club. I, if I find myself like anxious or bothered or worried about something or something's bothering me or I'm, I'm doing a workout and I'm, I'm struggling, I will first look at my breathing and if I, I, and I'll notice that I'm breathing out of my mouth versus breathing in my nose and out my mouth, or just in my nose and out my nose. Mm. Um, if you can control your breath, you can control yourself, right? Wim Hof warms himself up by his breathing, he cools himself off by his breathing. He doesn't get sick because he believes that he's not going to get sick, which is the second part of, you know, because a lot of you guys are strong and fast and do this but one you don't have faith in yourself or two you don't believe it mm. you know and so his believing I'm not going to get sick he doesn't get sick it's mind over matter you know and that's a lot of the course that's and some wild stuff and i think that's like what i'm saying the 90% i had physically i could survive the water this but there was that 10% mental gap that i had not yet established mm. you know or come to believe and, but on my second team, I be, I became a believer because I survived <laughs> something that I didn't think I was going to. Right. And so by being able to do that, I'm like, oh, I do have more. Okay, I got it. Right. And then was able to dig deep. Mm-hmm. And then it just became a, a physical limitation that, you know, my body just wasn't strong enough um, versus my mind not being strong enough. Right, right. And I And I think that, like, for me... My mind has always been stronger than my body, and that's why I'm all beat up and injured now because I was like, oh, I can take it, and I could take it, but right. it left its toll versus I think a lot of people, they're, they don't believe that they can, but they could, mm. and so then they don't exert themselves, and then they don't end up getting hurt because they don't do anything. Gotcha. You but, know? but they never reached their full potential. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that I got to as high a potential as I could yeah. doing what I could because I believed that I could.
1: Right, right. Okay. Do you, so you would recommend like people just really like when they're training, say they're training to 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 do the pass test or whatever, right. like go to indoc. Um really just getting in those uncomfortable places, places they hate, like the the heat the cold water all that stuff um so more so training the mind i'm obviously train the body but really focus on callousing breaking down the mind
0: yeah so one of my favorite guys he, uh, he had this quote you know that he said that you should just we came up with you should just do stuff that sucks <laughs> and the more stuff you do that sucks prepares you yeah. You know, so if you can tread water for eight hours, if you can climb up and down this hill for eight hours, if you can flip a rope, if you can just do stuff that sucks, right? it will prepare you. For sure. You know, right. and and that's the difference between someone who's going to make it and somebody who's not going to make it right. because they're going to say, okay, God, remember that time that I was flipping that tire up a hill in San Antonio? whoo, this isn't that bad.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And what that does then is when you get into Iraq, Afghanistan, Syria, wherever you end up going, you're like, you know what? It's not that hot. I remember this yoga room that was hotter. Or I remember, you know, this this exercise and workout that we did with Sergeant So-and-so, and and it was worse than this, and I got through that so I can survive this. There you go. You know?
1: For sure, for sure. That, that's kind of what I've been working on lately, like I told you. Um, just doing things that I hate. Doing things that I normally wouldn't do. Um, like, going to the ocean was a big thing for me. Um, I hate the the icy coldness of the ocean. Right. Um, plus, I'm scared of, like, the waves. And I have this fear of sharks. And I got to the point where I was like, dude, if I don't do this now, like, I'm I'm never going to advance in life. Right. And so I started forcing myself this week to just... F it, I'm going in. I'm going in. I'm going, balls in, knee deep. I'm going all the way in. Yep. And it's it's kind of been helping me grow. Um, I've been doing things that hey, like like uh, rucking, sort of like doing hikes with like 20 pound vests, um, just biking in the heat. Um, and I would say you know honestly that kind of helps me. Um, yesterday when we swam, I was like, no way I can make this 20 meter underwater. No, no <laughs> first time I. I got dude, I got scared, man. Uh but the second time and third time, I was like, No, you know what? I'm gonna do this no matter what and uh and I think that, that really changed uh the outcome, dude. I was able to do it twice after that. Yeah.
0: So. that's and that's everything. Yeah. Remember? If if you have a purpose, you can't be defeated. Right. Because anyhow can be any why. You're like I can how can I do this? This is how I'm gonna do it. Yeah. You know, and just that sometimes you just gotta knuckle down. And and just dig deep. Yeah. You know, sometimes it could be technique. Sometimes technique might take you a little bit further, but then you get to that last inch and you're just like, ah (laughs) You know, and all you gotta do is keep going because if you don't finish, what's gonna happen?
1: You're just gonna you're gonna regret it,
0: right? Well you'll regret it, but what about the people that you don't get to go help? The, yeah. the, somebody doesn't go rescue that person because there's nobody to send.
1: Yeah, 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 I can see that. Yeah, there's no one there to go.
0: So if, if you make that your why, you're like, why? Because other lives matter, other people matter, that others may live. I need to accomplish this task. Good stuff, yeah. You know, so if you shed that ego and shed that I'm not important, I don't matter, mm. right? It's mind over matter. They don't mind and I don't matter, and so I'm going to make it happen
1: that's really good that's really good just thinking about the person next to you yep the person you need to go help wow yeah I, I've heard that before I think um, I'm not sure who quite said that but they were saying um, if you think about like your teammates or like the person the people you need to you know you, you're you're with working with um, it kind of takes the uh, the pressure off yourself you stop thinking about yourself you're able to get through tough times right so yeah that's some good stuff
0: yeah just, and you've always got more yeah. You know, you don't know what you're capable of, and I, and I think back to like, um, you know, you hear a story about a, a a bus falls on a kid, and the mom picks up the bus.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy yeah, crap.
0: Because that's my child. I'm not letting my child die. I love, it. and that's how powerful love is.
1: That's wild. You
0: know, it's that powerful that it will allow you to you know move buildings and things because you know or the will to live. Yeah you know say you've been injured and you're just like oh oh I'm gonna die Ah, just leave me here Mm -hmm. you know versus no I'm still in the fight Mm -hmm. you know I mean there's lots of dudes you know five times shot blown up all kinds of uh, Chapman you know on on the ridge all by himself shot boom but kept moving kept going why because he wasn't gonna let those guys down Mm -hmm. so he dug deep
1: that's really powerful that's really powerful, man.
0: And and you, you you get that. So it used to be called Indoc. So now it's uh, assessment and selection. Oh, okay. But but no no no, it's the same concept I think, and basically it's the same thing. But so that way, because somebody will go, you know, people don't go to Indoc anymore. I'm oh, like, okay. uh, <laughs> all right. You know, it's the same thing. It's yeah. just a different package.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. So I think it's really powerful, man. That 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 uh, humble outlook on life. Um, cause in America it's the complete opposite. I think in most first world countries, it's the complete opposite. It's, it's me. And what am I going to get out of this? You know, it's my home, my job, my car, my career. And it's pretty much just like all about the, the self. Yep. Um, and just, I've noticed through interviews and stuff, PJs are just completely humble people. Um, and I think, um, dude, that, that's exactly what we're missing in our world and in our society is is that that humble mentality of like no like I'm doing I'm I'm living to make the, t- the person that's next to me their life better yep. you know what I mean to do things to actually change the world to get a mind off of me and think about others that selfless mentality right so I mean I love that that's awesome
0: well remember you met that Delta guy yeah well, and what yeah. was his answer because that's a beautiful answer
1: yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, well, actually, I, I met, I did meet a Delta guy on on a, on a San Francisco flight coming back uh, one time. But no, this was actually on YouTube. I heard this guy okay. talking. He was like part of the first. Uh, he was part of the first um, Delta people to get past um, the 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 first uh, selection course. Mm-hmm. And when they were they were interviewing him, they were like, "Hey, you know how come how come you never wrote a book or or how come you never talk about it to anybody on interviews? Like it's, it's huge. You know, you're in Delta. You made Delta." and he was just like um he's like i'm just a guy that served his country and he was like that that's all it is and i thought that was just the most humbling thing i mean he's like a tier one you know what i mean way up there and and this guy is just like i don't need to tell the world man they don't need to know it's cool yeah and that's crazy (laughs) that just (laughs) blows my mind because you can't get any higher than that and it's just like that's like the being a pj being a CEO, being you know arranger all that's like definition of success yeah but yet you guys are the most humble guys and i see that and i'm just like man that changes life perspective on a lot of things even in just civilian life you know just going to go to work
0: well because the way i look at it none of us matter like if i die somebody else will replace me It's some everybody is replaceable you know but at the same time we're all important Right. because what are you bringing to the the table you know are you are you going to cure cancer are you going to you know fly humanitarian flights or you got what are you going to do that makes the world a little bit better place yeah and i think if everybody in the world maybe just pulled their weight a little bit or did whatever reason they were here for why were you born were you born to just go to wall street and make a bunch of money or were you born to make computers or something okay maybe yeah but what can you do with the computers you know so maybe you're born to do something more with that or maybe but if we only lived up to our potential yeah you know the world would be in a whole lot better place than it is right now
1: yeah i totally agree with you i totally agree with you i think i would say 90 percent of the world never even they don't even realize they have more in them exactly that's the problem
0: because we're living so comfortable in America.
1: Yeah. That comfortable factor messes up a lot of things, man. Yeah. But that's some good stuff, man. Awesome. Really good stuff. Yeah.
0: Any any more questions? or?
1: Um, no, thanks for having me. Thanks for having me over, man. Um, yeah. Easy flight. Yeah. Fly back tomorrow. Get some swimming in. Other than that, it was, it's been great.
0: Yeah. So some people know, but I mean, you know, guys can come for three days, hang out or come for a week or yeah. come for a month. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. So, yeah. you know,
0: whatever you got time. And then right. you saw the the training facility.
1: Oh, it's sick. Yeah, the training facility is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> dude, that, that's some next level stuff. You got places to ruck. You got places to sleep. You got... I mean, an entire training ground, dude. Yep. Like, it's, it's wild. Oh, I'm going to come back. I got to yep. come back. And I'm we... going to try to bring friends with me, man. Yeah, dude, dude. Even, even if they don't want to be PJs, just to bring them to train, dude.
0: And that's what... learning to swim builds that confidence even if you don't want to do anything think about you know so like here we get flooded a lot Mm -hmm. and so one of the things I want to do is like teach the kids that live downtown how to swim Mm -hmm. so that way if they get caught in a flood Mm -hmm. but the secondary effect is if I'm not worried about drowning oh hey I'm on land I'm not worried about this and and you start being less worried about things that are going to kill you Mm -hmm. because oh I can swim oh I can run oh I can you know, you can do stuff to counter. Yeah. Maybe you take some Taekwondo classes, so you're not being offensive, but if somebody wants to mess with you, you're like, okay.
1: You have the defensive abilities. You have the defensive, yeah. Yeah.
0: And so that just makes a more better, well-rounded person. So yeah, yeah sure. everybody's welcome. You don't have to be wanting to be a PJ or anything. I think just, hey, you want to learn how to swim. Yeah. Or you want to learn how to ruck. Or you just want to learn to make new friends that are interested in being healthy and working out and working as a team and then using your mind because we've got like um so on base like where we went today Mm -hmm. but across the way is called the leadership reaction course okay and so they give you two trash cans uh a couple of two by fours and a piece of bubble gum and you have to get from here to there okay well as a team all right. How are we gonna do this? Or what are we gonna do? How are we gonna get the trash can over? How are we gonna, you know, because we can't touch the ground because there's lava. Oh. Okay. You know, like all this kind of leadership reaction. So right, you know, right. or you'll do the same thing, but you can't speak. Oh. So I'd have to point at you and and and, you know,
1: that makes sense. And somehow
0: communicate with you right, right, without right. having it.
1: Wow. That's so, some good stuff. That's right. Some good
0: stuff. So that's the the goal of that out there. Also being out there is doing a rope bridge, doing a rope course, building things, making things so that way people were like, oh. Yeah, that's
1: good. So making it not really, it's not too exclusive. Like it's not exclusive for military or people trying to get into the military.
0: It's for, well, we've been calling it like a peaceful warrior. Mm. You know, somebody who, you're you're a warrior. Well, all right, so I have a buddy, his name's Mark. He's got a surf shop down in San Diego and it's called the Happy Battle Surf Company. Happy Battle Surf Company. And I'm like, Mark, what what is a happy battle? And he says, when I was growing up, my grandfather told me Life is a happy battle. You Mm -hmm. have to want to be happy. So you have to fight for it every day. Wow. You know, and look how many people just like give up. They're like, oh, life sucks. They're just like not happy. Right. Yeah. So if you want to be happy, you have to fight. You have to make yourself happy. So I think in this world, if you want to be... A peaceful happy warrior that you know you're like you have to fight for it you know fighting for it means running swimming keeping yourself mentally physically and spiritually fit as mm-hmm. possible yeah you know making friends because no nobody is an island yeah we all need each other we need people Yeah, we need people and i mean you don't know, always you know 23 hours a day okay and then you get like a couple hours of break you yeah. know or maybe you need Six hours, or your sleep is your break from people, or you know, once a, a year, I go for 30 days to Hawaii, or you know, whatever you do to get away from people. Yeah, um, and the military, you know, this is a good point, they, they give you leave, so you oh. get 30 days a year. Um, but the leave is there for you, like, before you start getting all hangry, or oh. upset, or bitchy, or whiny, or uh, it's, it's like you know. Should I need to go surfing. Like, I'm I'm unhappy. I'm ready to choke somebody out. Right. I got to go do some yoga. I got to, you know, get out of the house.
1: Yeah. yeah and just, like, recoup.
0: Right. Yeah. So, you, you work really hard, but you rest really hard. That's good stuff. You know? That's good stuff. Take care of your mind. Yeah. And it'll take care of your body. Because you could, I mean, look, you could overtrain. Yeah. You, why am I always constantly sick or hurt? Mm. Maybe you're overtraining. That makes sense. You yeah. know?
1: Man, that's some good stuff. It's all definitely all inclusive. Yeah, honestly, I would recommend anyone coming out here, dude. Like, I'm gonna try to come back with some friends, man. Yeah, and I, I want to see the training facility when you guys like finally complete it.
0: I think it's gonna be good.
1: It's gonna be sick, man.
0: All right. Well, thank you for coming by. Thank you for having me. And uh, everybody have a great day. Since as as I figure out how to turn off. <laughs> <laughs>